I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Red alert. All hands stand to battle stations. Luck has foils and attack positions. Prepare for battle! Autobots, roll out! Get ready, it's your weekly dose of nerd culture. All the wings report in. With your crew, Obi-John Kenobi. Hello there. Commander Scott. Nothing amazing about it. I know this ship like the back of my hand. Julian. You tell him I'm coming! And hell's coming with me, you hear? And the Doc. Great Scott! Movies, TV, streaming, video games, comic books, board games, toys, collectibles, cosplay, conventions. If it's happening in the world of geekdom, we're talking about it. So lock and load, bag and board, and roll for initiative. We've got your... Nerd Alert! Hello there, it's Obi-John Kenobi, your favorite host in all the podcasting, and welcome to an all-new Nerd Alert. Today we have got a fun topic for you. Uh, it's, it's an idea that came from the doc, uh, and it was one that I have just fallen down the rabbit hole on, but we'll get to that when we get to that. First, let me introduce the rest of the crew who's here uh, to help you talk about today's topic that I haven't told you about yet, but you know what it is because you clicked on the thing, so you know what it is. Anyway, first up, my right-hand man. Fell down a rabbit hole again. Uh, the man who keeps the nerd in the Top Nerd TV Network, ladies and gentlemen. Commander Scott. So something something came across my feed the last couple of days that I, I went and had to look up because I was curious if it was true or not. Because everything that I bring up here, I, I try to verify for some other source. We appreciate that, Scott, that you at least take 30 seconds to run it through Google and make sure before you just spew it back out. We appreciate that. There's some other, you know, I got some corroborating, you know, stuff. Yeah. But As Uncle was- Joe Bob would say, we appreciate that you Google that fucker. Yeah, I googled that fucker. Let me let me turn. And this is one I did because I saw it and I'm like, no, no. And you may have heard of this. Somebody may have heard of this because I I didn't know it. I don't remember it, even though I was around. You were around. We were all around. The um, movie Titanic. Have you guys heard of this? <laughs> no, that's sorry, just I couldn't a, resist. Uh, that was an elaborate hoax. Uh, so <laughs> it, it was uh, it was so elaborate they actually filmed a movie. That's that's how committed to the hoax they were. Yeah, James Cameron actually filmed the sinking of the Titanic. It's that much of a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, no, actually, so this was apparently uh, on April first, nineteen ninety eight. April Fool's Day. Okay? Uh-huh. Burger King published a full-paged advertisement in USA Today announcing the introduction of a new item to their menu, the left-handed Whopper. <laughs> I looked it up. It exists. Okay. I, okay. I've seen a picture. I've seen there's, there's, you can find the picture of the ad. It is a left-handed Whopper. Um... It was specifically designed for the 32 million left-handed Americans. According to the advertisement, the new Whopper included the same ingredients as the original Whopper, lettuce, tomato, hamburger, patty, etc. However, the left-handed Whopper had, quote, all condiments rotated 180 degrees, thereby redistributing the weight of the sandwich so that the bulk of the condiments would skew to the left, thereby reducing the amount of lettuce and other toppings from spilling out the right side of the burger for left-handed 
customers. Jim Watkins, the senior vice president for marketing at Burger King, was quoted as saying that the new sandwich was, quote, the ultimate have it your way for our left-handed customers. Uh, the advertisement then noted that the left-handed Whopper would own, would be initially, oh my dear Lord, what is wrong with my phone? Um, uh, sorry. It's not us. Welcome to my life at school. <laughs> if you heard that in the background, I, I usually had it, I, I wasn't expecting it as well. Anyway, so the advertisement then noted that the left-handed Whopper would only be initially available in the United States, but the company was, quote, considering plans to roll it out to other countries with large left-handed populations. Um, following this release, apparently Burger Kings all over the country were inundated with thousands of customers who had either A, gone in requesting the new sandwich, or or they would specify to the people that they were right-handed and they needed the right-handed version. They, they, they were clarifying <laughs> their handedness. <laughs> Scott, <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised by this. I worked retail for 21 years. I once had a customer bitch at me because some of the cookies said two for seven and some said 349. And which one was it? So I shouldn't be surprised that people complained that they were given the left-handed Whopper when they ordered the right-handed Whopper. But uh, you know what? Here's your sign. Yeah, yeah. I mean, kudos for Burger King for having a sense of humor. And, oh yeah, and and facepalm for the thousands of people. So so uh, who can't take a joke? It, well, yeah, and, and don't and, understand how burgers work. Well, and so when it when it popped across my uh, um, uh, when it popped across my meme feed, uh, it, it did so. So it was it was the the thing, but then at the bottom somebody had tagged a photo of George Carlin with a with a quote from George Carlin that said, "Think of how stupid the average person is," and then realized that half of them are stupider than that. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I love George Carlin. It's well, you know, I my first job was at an M M&M and M factory, but I got fired. Did you did you not pass the W's? I. I threw away all the W's. Yeah, you're not supposed to pass the W's. They should promote you for that shit, Jay. You were they, looking out for the company. Good for you. Yeah. They, <sighs> they fired so, me. They, <laughs> first of all, first of all, what year was this, Scott, that it happened? The ad campaign? 1998. Suck it, Twix. With your whole left Twix, right Twix bullshit. You stole that shit from the king. Tarnation. Uh, and, and second, uh, and this this hurts me a little bit to say this, but uh, forget the McRib. Where's the campaign to bring back the left-handed Whopper? That's very true. I, I would I would love them to revisit the left-handed Whopper. We're starting it tonight. Nope. So if you're listening to this, I need you to go out and hashtag and retweet, bring back the left-handed Whopper. You know what I want brought back? The left-handed Whopper? The McDLT. Okay. And I want Jason Alexander to come back and redo his commercial from the eighties. Or not that he's replay that commercial. <laughs> no, I want them to re I want them to refilm it with him as he looks now. And they're like, ah, the McDLT is back. And yeah, keep your keep your lettuce cool and keep your burger hot. McDLT. 
No. Okay. Uh, well, you know, we'll put a pin in the uh, fast food menu items we want to see back for another show. Um, and we'll get on with this week's show. But thank you for that, Scott. Um, I never knew I wanted a left-handed Whopper, but now I, I want to know how the other half lives now. Damn it. <laughs> I feel like I have fear of missing out from 1998. <laughs> so it's just compiled. It's gotten worse. Uh, filling out this terrible trio that is the the, the staff of this show, uh, the man you can thank and or blame for today's topic because it was all his idea. You can take that however you want. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us from somewhere in time and space, perhaps via a DeLorean, uh, perhaps still eating a left-handed Whopper because he came from 1998, <laughs> the doc. Uh, normally, I I would you know give you a quote or, or a phrase, but something happened today, the play. So I started the middle school play. Today was our first read-through. And uh, one of the parts, it's, it's like a play on classic tales, uh, like classic horror tales, like Dracula is a biology teacher. Um, Frankenstein's monster, like Dr. Frankenstein is a kid and he creates a robo maid to clean his room, things like that. OK. And in the robo maid segment, uh, there's a line that's like. What do you want me to do? Dance? Uh, do you want a Roomba? Do you want a? Or sorry, Rumba? Do you want a um, Foxtrot? And then it's, do you want to do the Apache dance? And somebody's like, what's the Apache dance? And I was like, oh, you know, it's the dance Carlton does. And they're all like, oh yeah, the Apache dance Carlton. And I'm like, yeah. And then a sixth grader turns and looks at me and goes, who's Carlton? Wait, wait. I I thought the dance that Carlton does is called the Carlton. Right. There's a scene, there's one episode where Will and Carlton do the they do the Apache dance to the song "Jump on It" by Sir Mix-a-Lot. It has colloquially become known as the Carlton dance, but I, I, it existed before the show, I believe. Well, Carlton does his own dance though. Right. Like he yeah. actually does the Carlton. Yeah. According, dance. according to what I, according to my screen here, the Apache is actually a waltz. It's actually the Bowery waltz. Oh well, anyway, well, that's, never mind. Totally wrong, all on all accounts. It's, it's right. A so I guess dance associated popular culture with Parisian street culture at the beginning of the 20th century. Okay. Well, See, Google that fucker. My mind went to Carlton and Will doing "Jump on It" on stage, which to me would make more sense. But let's we're missing the point here. The point is that this sixth grade student said, "Who's Carlton?" And I was like. From the Fresh Prince of Bel Air, and she just kind of stared at me, and I was like, "Why oh are you God. surprised by that?" <laughs> the, the sixth oh. grade, so the kids what, like twelve? Yeah, that show has been off the air longer than that kid's been alive. Why are That's you surprised fair. by that? <laughs> I, I, I guess surprised isn't the word for it. Okay, I was just, you felt I old. Realized that I'm old again. Okay, That's fair. If someone like our age is like, well, what's Fresh Prince of Bel Air? Then yeah, be shot and be like, what the hell's wrong with you? But, yeah. Uh, yep. Stupid kids. Anyway. No so culture. The song, the the no song culture. that oh, they oh. dance to is called Apache. There you go, Jay. By the Sugar Hill Gang. That's not the Apache dance. Okay. All right, Scott. I I We all learned something today. Again. I relinquish my my lack of dance knowledge to the greater Google. Uh <laughs> but that's just where my mind went immediately. That was like the first place my mind went to because that's the way my mind works. Because I haven't been classically tra- trained in dance, so yeah, neither have I. 
or the Carlton. Okay. I'm okay. All, All right. right. Now that we have the intro out of the way, let's get to the actual show. Now that everyone has learned way more than they thought they were going to about uh, uh, dance crazes and and failed fast food things. Um, Jay, do you want to intro to today's topic? Sure. I don't know how this popped into my head, but it popped into my head while I was at school and I was like, oh my God, you guys have a great idea for a topic. Uh, what I want to think, what I think is we do something at school called fast testing and all of my students have to do it on the same day. So for one day, all of my students do nothing but take a test on the computer and I don't teach anything. I have like zero responsibilities educationally that day. It's just I sit there and proctor a test, basically. Uh, Anyway, so I guess my mind started to wander and I was like, man, some movies today would be really cool. Like 10 or 11 year old me would think they were awesome as Saturday morning cartoons. So that was the idea I pitched to the guys. What are some movies that you've seen that you think would make awesome Saturday morning cartoons from when like you were a kid? Uh, and the movies don't have to be from when you were a kid. They just have to be an awesome cartoon that you would sit down and eat breakfast. You know, you got your bowl of Cinnamon Toast Crunch or Crunch Berries or Apple Jacks or Cocoa Puffs, whatever it is. They don't taste and, like apple. Uh, Jay, if I may. Uh, <laughs> yes. Can I set the stage for our listening audience? Sure. In an you age... Bet. When literally anything could become a Saturday morning cartoon show for at least 13 episodes, because that was usually the minimum order for an animation company. Literally anything from an R-rated film like uh, Rambo. <laughs> ah, hold on, I got a list. Police Academy uh, to to straight up exploitation schlock like Attack of the Killer Tomatoes and the Toxic Avenger. Yes, those had cartoon shows in the 90s. And these were all uh, great when, cartoon shows. Yeah, well, literally, just being a famous person could get you your own cartoon show. Chuck Norris in the Karate Commandos. The <laughs> fucking MC Hammer show, where he's Hammer Man, and he has uh-huh. magic shoes that he uses to fight crime whilst wearing parachute pants. Yep. Literally, anything could become a cartoon show. <laughs> Nothing was off limits. Because really, it was all about selling the toy lines associated with said shows. But... Uh, in that mindset of literally anything, oh, we'll take that and make it a cartoon show. That's what we're we're, we're taking movies that we 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 know and love now, um, and we had some ground rules uh, because we live in an age of legacy sequels. So you're not going to see anything like Ghostbusters. Yeah, we get it. it's funny. Haha. Uh, there's a lot of franchises like that. So we're we're kind of excluding legacy stuff and I and that off sort of sort of excluding uh um franchises not necessarily entire franchises but like um help me out Jay. like transformers we're not yes. going to pitch a transformers Any- cartoon show right anything that was previously a cartoon was not in the running either so like yeah. so uh, yeah i had, a, I had a, you had sorry. um I had to sorry, cross off. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> sorry, I had I had to cross off three movies off my list because I then realized they had cartoon shows. Uh, Jumanji had a cartoon show. Stargate had a cartoon show. I forgot about that. And one I literally did not know existed until I googled it for this list. The Brendan Fraser Mummy had a cartoon show. 
it looks terrible. Uh, and by that, I mean the one poster image I saw looks like very cheap animation. But uh, so, yeah, so those are examples of, oh, yeah, the, the mummy, that'd make an awesome cartoon show. Oh, wait, they already did that. My bad. Okay, sorry. Yeah. I might not. So, so there may be some we throw out there, and, and you may scream at us, like, that was a cartoon show. And uh, are bad. Uh, we tried to weed those out. One or two might pop in here somewhere because yeah. the world of syndicated cartoon shows, especially in, in the late 90s, was insane. And just because a show existed didn't necessarily mean it played where we lived and we may not know about it. So we tried to weed that out. That's what we're trying to and say. Some of us on the show um, may have been alive when some of these things were cartoon shows that then became movies. Well, sorry, let me say cartoon shows that became an animated movie that then was a live action movie that was then turned back into a cartoon that may have had a CG cartoon somewhere in the 90s as well that is now a movie again. You're talking, you're talking about Popeye? Yeah, because I love no. that. <laughs> I love that movie too. That sure would be a great cartoon show, wouldn't it? It would. It Boy, that Transformers would sure be a good cartoon. Do you want to start us out, Jay? Sure. Uh, I will. So the first one on my list is one that you may have seen. I think I know Obi-John has seen it. I don't know if um, Scott has seen it. But it was a, like a one-off movie. Um, I really enjoyed it. I liked it because I could just turn my brain off and be like, oh, this is interesting. But it has the makings for a great 90s cartoon show. And that movie is Battle Los Angeles. Oh. Scott, I don't know if you do. Is this, is, this, is this the one from the guy that wrote the Scientology like religion? No, 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 no. That's Battlefield Earth. Battlefield Earth. Sorry. Okay. My bad. Yeah. No, sorry, sorry. So, Battlefield Earth. My bad. I'm sorry. sorry. Welcome my pronunciation Earth. correct. Oh, we'll get to that. Don't worry. Uh-uh. Anyway, so to set up what what Battle Los Angeles is, is a race of aliens invades from the coast and, like, invades L.A. and starts pushing into L.A. And uh, there's a Marine, uh, I I don't know, Scott, help me, battalion, Marine outpost, Marine. I've not seen the movie, so I don't know. It's It's a squibble. It's a squibble of Marines. I mean, yeah, it's, there's a Marines, bunch of Marines. Marines have division divisions. They have battalions. They have regiments. They have it's a, it's a gaggle. Yeah, I don't know. The the Marines are deployed to okay. Los Angeles, um, from Los Angeles or from San Diego. Anyway, they're deployed. They end up and, in Los Angeles. Yeah, fighting these aliens. And the the craziest thing about these aliens is they still use like basic projectile weapons because like that's what we use projectile weapons they don't have like fancy lasers or anything and their their flight like their uh air superiority type fighters basically still shoot missiles and stuff it's crazy uh but i loved it i i really loved it um and i think it, it is perfect for a saturday morning cartoon like a 90s style saturday morning cartoon because you have your core group at the end of the movie that you can keep throughout your run of the, the animated series. And you can just put them in different weird situations. I mean, you could put them like on an alien ship at some point in time. You could put them in different areas in Los Angeles. And the, the production cost would arguably be lower than, I think, making another movie. So, that's a... Yeah, that's no, that's... Uh... 
I'm gonna I'm gonna piggyback off that, Jay. Okay. Um, because one of the ones on my list that I want to talk about, it, I mean, it's it's essentially the same show. Uh, stop me if you've heard this before. A group of aliens comes to Earth uh, and starts blowing up cities and taking over. And a ragtag group of survivors have to rally what's left to overthrow them and 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 defend the Earth. This, this Following a so rousing specific. speech from President Whitmore. Is that too specific? Sorry. Uh, Independence Day was like the biggest freaking thing in the world in 1996, uh, which was at the height of the we'll turn anything into a cartoon show era. And to this day, I am baffled that someone didn't do a 13 episode attempt to turn Independence Day into a cartoon show. We had action figures. We had President Whitmore and Will Smith and um, uh, David Levinson as 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 missile shooting. Uh, I think there were six inch tall action figures and there were various repaints of the, the one alien foot soldier, uh, same action figure that's repainted different colors and called one like the science officer and one's a pilot and one's a crown troop or whatever. Uh, and then you had some scaled stuff of like the, the ships. Cause most of the combat in Independence day is, is dog fighting stuff. So they had smaller scale ships you could fly around and stuff. Uh, it never got turned into a TV show, and that boggles my mind. Uh, because like, come on, dude, it it was all about what can we sell toys of? And I yeah, guess I, they didn't. I guess they felt they didn't need the cartoon show because they already had the movie. Uh, but like, you could have kept that line going, man. I think we I never F eighteen and the alien spacecraft. Yeah. We never got a, a crazy Randy Quaid uh, crop duster action figure, so. <laughs> How awesome would that character have been on the Saturday morning cartoon show? But he, you know, he died, though. It doesn't matter. You know, Car- Continuity doesn't matter for the cartoon. Sorry, go ahead, Scott. But for the 90s, it would have been, it would have been um, like the first season or two would have been, you know, the, uh, the, the, the whole fight with the aliens and everything. But uh-huh. then like season three would be the spinoff with it just focuses more on Randy Quaid and the the like younger animation style. <laughs> you know, like it you know, like you'd have your main thing and you'd have these other little segments of just Randy Quaid and the, and the crop duster. Yes, I just want to see Randy Quaid with like a souped up A team style crop duster that he's shooting down UFOs with. Yeah. Let's get crazy That's, with this shit. Yeah. It's uh, very 90s. Yeah. I think the toy line has me more excited than the actual cartoon. But again, one of those properties that I'm surprised we didn't at least attempt to to spin off into an ongoing cartoon series if nothing else than to keep things going for that sequel that we got right away soon after definitely didn't take <laughs> 20 plus years to get hey uh, brett spiner was very proud of that sequel thank you very much brett spiner was very proud of that paycheck he got he was and he was very prompt to point out did you actually see me die in the first one i don't think so it's almost like as soon as Will Smith turned them down, they were desperate to get anybody they could to stick back in that movie. <laughs> Not that I'm saying that's the case. And I support anything that gives all yellow eyes work, so I'm fine with that. Uh, but anyway, just, so yeah, Jay, you, you threw that out there, and I just wanted to piggyback. Because again, yeah. Battle Los uh-huh. Angeles is essentially Independence Day, but on the ground. And I don't mean yes. that as like a knock against the movie, because I really enjoyed that movie. Um, uh, but they're kind of flip sides of the same coin. So if the same no, toy could, company got the rights, you could have a crossover. Yes. And I mean, like I liked, I really liked uh, Aaron Eckhart's character in that, the old grizzled, you know, sergeant. sergeant. Yeah. 
Uh, and he had Michelle Rodriguez. And like I said, at the end of that movie, there was like a core group of like five or six of them left. Mm-hmm. And it's like, let's follow this squad. Let's follow this ragtag squad of people who are just going out there and doing what they can to fight this alien invasion. And like, yeah, as soon as you brought up Independence Day, how cool would a crossover be? Like, oh, there's two alien races competing to try to take over Earth? Oh, crap. So Yeah, yeah. the cartoon show could have played off the plot point that the Independence Day sequel set up and then didn't explore. Anyway, have I mentioned how much I hate the Independence Day sequel? I never saw it. Good, keep it that way. You're not missing a damn thing. Except Brent Spiner. I love Brent Spiner. Um, yeah. Yeah. Scott, you got any uh, any throw well, here? So I do have some things that, pop, that, that popped into my head. But I will have to say, I'm going to preface this, that, that none of my ideas for things that would have made really good cartoons um, be predicated on selling toys because none of these would have toys that people you know would buy they would, these would not be good toy lines well one of them was well one of them would be because it was okay it's weird one of them anyway we'll get to it when we get hit to us it. let's go but the first one that popped into my head so this is a film series okay okay and that they're all made for tv films there's eight of them okay uh from 1998 until 2003 okay um they originally aired on the BBC, uh, and they are basically starring Ian Garuffalo as Horatio Hornblower, based off of the C.S. Forrester series. I would love to have seen, a younger me would have loved to have seen a cartoon uh, of Horatio Hornblower and, you know, him basically being, you know, either in command of, probably in command of, you know, his own frigate uh, during uh, the the French Revolution and the... Uh, uh, War of 1812 uh, and stuff. I think that would make a great, great series. That's just me because I might be a little odd in some of my tastes, but I love the movies and I would love to see a cartoon based off of this, you know, swashbuckling, um, outwitting the enemy, you know, age of fighting sale, British versus French. It's great. Scott. A little bit of history thrown in. Scott. Fine. You are such a fucking nerd. <laughs> Don't ever change. First of all, that your go-to for man, this would make an awesome cartoon show for kids, is the historical-based fiction of Horatio Hornblower. And then two, that you can't find a way to make the Age of Fighting sale toyetic, sir. I'm not saying it can't be. I'm just saying that, I'm you seeing- know... Horatio Hornblower hats and swords and cutlasses and flintlock pistols and a sailing ship that for some reason has cannons that shoot spring-loaded missiles off of it. And come on, Jay, spin with me here. I don't. I don't know. I don't. Okay. I, I, I'm not familiar with this. I, sorry. You don't I love know Horatio Hornblower. No, no, I don't. No, no, I, I can, I can get not having read the books because it's C.S. Forrester and it's you know it, it's 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 they're they're. they're they're in older books. Uh, I'm not sure exactly when they were published, but many, many years ago. Um, but I mean, you never, never even heard the name before. Not until today. Wow. You need to see these these movies. You definitely need to see these movies. Sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay, Jay. Uh, yeah. So there's ten novels. There's eight movies. Uh, they ah, don't so close. They, 
they don't exactly follow like the movies don't exactly follow like every novel, but all across all eight movies, they kind of give a lot of them because it's mostly him because it starts in, in the movies are in chronological order where he starts as a midshipman and spithead. Um, but uh, and the books start when he's I think he's already a captain in the first book that was released. So the books were not released in chronological order for the character. Um but uh, but yeah, he was he was a, a British naval officer, you know, uh, during the the basically the French Revolution and the War of eighteen twelve. Uh, uh, a lot of time was spent aboard the uh, HMS Indefatigable, uh, you know, uh, on uh, the the English Channel there uh, and everything. And uh, yeah, you definitely need to see these because I, I watch these at least twice a year. Okay, they're awesome. Good to know. I cannot wait to hear what else Scott has up his sleeve now. <laughs> Jay, what do you got for us? Okay. Now, this this one is going to be kind of crazy. A bit of a wild ride. Really? Because Scott right. just pitched Horatio Hornblower. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, kind of feel like he set the bar for the weirdness. Let's go. What you got? Okay. So, I know that this has been, I, I, I'm going to use franchise loosely as a term. Okay. Uh, it had at it, I I don't even know how many movies it's up to now because they all get different names. But I'm only focusing on the first three movies. Okay. Uh, John, who is the greatest doomsday prepper in the history of film? Bert fucking Gummer. Okay, now just imagine that's his middle name. Awesome. I don't know that. Imagine how awesome a 1990s Tremors cartoon would have been. Yes. Okay. All the yes. What I'm thinking is, yeah, we had the first one. Yep. And we had the second one. But you got to throw in the third one because that's when you get ass blasters. And if our goal is to sell toys, you got Graboids, you got Screechers, and then you got ass blasters. But butt blasters. Butt blasters. We can't sell toys to kids called yep. ass blasters. Yep. Yep. So you got butt blasters, right? And then yep. your entire story is like your whole idea of this cartoon is just focused on Burt Gummer and his antics. Sort of like what the like what the live action TV show was. Well, if you're but, doing a cartoon, throw Val and Earl back in there. You don't have to worry about yeah. getting actors back anymore. Yeah. Right. Throw Val and Earl back in with Bert. They're just, you know, fighting things off. You always have a graboid, you know, they're just kind of like now they're, you know, they're still deadly, but they're this nuisance that they can track and be aware of, but they have all these other crazy things they got to take care of too. Uh, you And like, if you're thinking toy lines, Man, think about all the accessories that you could have for the Bert Perfection Gummer. Valley playset. Oh, yes. Walter Chang's like, general store with pop up from like the forward tremors. Like a button. You got like a yeah. button that press and it like launches the, the floorboards and like yeah. graphite pops up and it's like, oh no. God, I can see the commercial now. You, know? you got Bert with his deuce and a half, figured sold separately. Yes, figures. Yeah. You got the Val and Earl's uh, uh, blue pickup truck. Oh, you got you got a you got a talking Burt Gummer equipped with lines. I am completely out of ammo, you know. Like, <laughs> all you asked for was a few boxes of dynamite, you know. Like, it's 
it sells itself. I don't, I don't know what else you want from that. I would have watched the shit out of the Tremors cartoon show, dude. Right? Like, just, you know, it's like, oh, you're watching Batman, the animated series. On next, Tremors, the cartoon. Oh, Bert, Val, and Earl get into some crazy hijinks this week. In the uh, middle of the desert. Yep. Oh, God. That, yes. But yeah, like, we, like yes. I can imagine a Perfection Valley playset where, like, you buy all the individual things and then put them together to make Perfection Valley. And It's got to be Walter Chang's General Store and the Water Tower. <clears throat> and I don't know what else. Because then separately, you have to sell the Burt Gummer compound. Yes. And you got to have like a trailer, yep. a random trailer. Yep. Sorry, we're getting sidetracked on toy lines. But yeah, no, dude, that's, uh, yeah. I, and again, that, that fits that mold of this has no business being a kid's show, but someone would try to do it. Yes. <laughs> like, and the people that got, would watch it would be like us. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's got monsters. It, it's got characters we can make. Uh, 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 you know, you would turn Val into your like Peter Venkman esque kind of like scheming character. Uh, he's always chasing after uh, um, shit. What's her name? Um, the grad student who never returns yeah. his favors, and you got that whole thing going on. And you know, Bert spring or sprinkled in through every episode with you know whatever wacky invention Bert came up with this week to defeat the garboids and also maybe sell some more toys and like yeah like it it, it takes all the boxes of like yeah and again throw it completely one of those boxes is throwing complete caution to the wind of the fact that you would never want your target audience for the cartoon show to watch the movie because <laughs> it's <laughs> yes. r-rated and they're going to learn some fun new words for mom and dad uh sorry yes. go ahead scott now, now now do we get to have some sort of actual like revisit like can uh can Reba McIntyre's character come back in at least a two-part episode? Where we oh, we can leave that door open. Hell yeah, yeah. This yeah, week on Trevor's, the special voice actress Reba McIntyre. Fuck yeah! Because because I think in the in the second movie we find out just in a, in a throwaway line that she left him right or something. Yeah, and he knows it's real because she asked for one of the guns back, and I forget which one it is. Yeah, yeah, no, no, totally. You leave that door open. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yes. that door's got to be left open. That, that's that's got to come back now. Uh, you've always got like another thing is you can always have Val and Earl trying to make a buck. Like, what's their ski? Yeah, that's yeah, that's that. Val's always chasing after Rhonda. There we go. Because they're always always... selling the stuff. And well, that that's the B plot. That's always the B plot of whatever the series is showing. Yeah. Sorry, my mic just cut in in the half sentence with you guys. Sorry. Yeah, that's that's Val's always chasing Rhonda, and Earl's always trying to come up with the scheme to make a buck, and and Bert is always trying to come up with some new invention or gadget or gizmo or gun or whatever to take out the graboids. You just rinse and repeat every week. I love it. I am there. (sighs) Butt blasters. I agree, but I think I think the important thing about that cartoon show would have to be uh, I can't think of his name. You'd have to have him be Burt Gummer. Oh, Michael Gross? Yeah, he'd do it. Yes, he'd be the he could be the only person that could voice. Yeah, he owns that role. (sighs) All right, Jay, I'm gonna keep this going. Okay, so I was trying to think of fun. 80s or 90s movies that didn't become a franchise but would have been like tailor-made for a cartoon show and in in setting morning cartoons are nothing if not episodic right 
whatever yeah. happens in this week's episode either gets resolved or we just never talk about it again because next week we're reset back to status quo. But within that structure, you got to have a wacky 22-minute adventure every week, right? So you need a property right. that allows you to have some kind of premise for, okay, here's our main characters and here's what they're like. And then every week, the the drama, the conflict comes from this thing, right? So this th- this movie popped up and I was like, oh my God, yes. Because this also, I believe, had a limited toy line and I never understood why because it's an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. I don't think it was rated R. I'm pretty sure it wasn't because I went in to see it without my parents. But Jay, can you imagine the adventures of Jack Slater and the kid, his name I can't remember, Danny Madigan, jumping through movies with their magic ticket. It's Last Action Hero, the cartoon show. Yes. Every week is a new genre or a new movie parody. It's This week, it's a black and white episode, and they somehow ended up in Casablanca. Uh, and they're fighting Nazis. <laughs> and then next week, it's we're in, uh, we're, we're, we're in Transylvania, and we got to fight Dracula. And then next week, it's, oh, well, look at this. We're cool. We're in Japan. And then before your first episode break, oh, my God, it's Gojira. Or, you know, it's non-copyright-specific kaiju. That looks like Godzilla. Uh, the, every week, because <laughs> so they've got the magic ticket. It's kind of quantum leapish uh, or sliders ish. They've got the magic ticket, and every week they're they're somehow end up in a different movie or a different genre of movies or whatever you want to do with it. Uh, and they're having a wacky adventure. You can have an overarching villain where maybe he's got the other half of the ticket and he's jumping around doing evil stuff, and they gotta like catch up to him and thwart his evil plans. Um, but it's it, like the possibilities are endless, man. And and this well, movie, yes. go ahead. Well, having both halves of the ticket causes allows the villain to jump into the real world. And they got to prevent that. Oh, there you go. There you Constantly go. Constantly preventing that. So yeah, it just, it felt like so. And the movie itself is so tongue in cheek. Like it is such a parody. The movie was meta before meta was bankable because it's 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 ninety minutes or two hours or whatever of Arnold making fun of Arnold movies, and it's awesome. And and this show, uh, I would ima- I imagine though, if I was the producer and I pitched it, like. This lets us literally the, the the possibilities of where we could go and what we could do are endless, and we can continue that same sort of tongue in cheek fun uh, throughout yes. the show. Uh, and the the thing I love about it too is like how open it could be for who is playing these roles in these other movies. You know what I mean? Like how yeah. Sylvester Stallone was the Terminator in arnold's movie <laughs> in world. arnold's yeah yeah and like every movie world has like a different actor um it could almost be like a running gag of like oh who's who's this famous actor this time and and that i would i would watch it just for that uh almost like we're uh, in sherwood like, forest nice so look it's robin hood james cagney yes sorry that's a deep uh, cut for me but wow uh, uh sorry Megan likes Megan loves to watch Bob's Burgers. I know it's yeah. like a 90s cartoon, but she loves it for whatever the stores are next to Bob's at the in the opening credits and then yeah, whatever that always the special, rotate out. Yeah, yep. and whatever the special burger of the week is. And uh I feel like you could have a really good running gag with that of like viewers watching the opening credits and you're just sort of changing it every week or like where they're going, you got to look for those little details because I think that makes it fun to watch those sort of cartoons. Yeah, 
Good one. I like that one. That's a good Thank one. Thank you. That's one that, again, as, as soon as it came across when I was looking at stuff, I was like, oh, my God, yes, that would have been amazing. It's no tremors. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scott, follow up Horatio Hornblower. I can't wait for this. Let's go. It, it's it's not gonna be it's not gonna be um what you're expect well it's not gonna be as as out there as Horatio Hornblower because that was one of the first things that popped into my head when I thought about movie series that I like that never had a cartoon that I thought I would like to see a cartoon. But then my my brain kind of jumped off of that along the same lines because you, you know you, you just flow one into the next. Uh-huh. Um, it's jumped off the same lines of the whole you know sailing ships and 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 everything because that's and i'm thinking and, and and i just went straight to i'm thinking how great would had these movies come out at the time for us to have a 90s cartoon of uh pirates of the caribbean would i mean how, how great oh. the 90s cartoon character would jack sparrow have been uh scott you they already made that cartoon show they did a cartoon of that yeah it's called pirates of black water dark water Dark water. It's filthy <laughs> casual. Pirates of Dark Water. I've never heard of this. Oh my god. It's not the exact same, but No, it's, it's not like... remotely the same. Uh, oh, no, it's... Scott. Yeah, yes. And and, and, yeah. and Scott, yeah. I, I now that you say that out loud, I can't believe Disney hasn't tried. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. you, you got you got you know wacky Jack Sparrow, you've got um What's his name that was played by Will, the other guy and the girl? Will Arnett. By, what's her name? Will Turner. Yeah, Will, Will Arnett. Will Arnett. Will, yeah, Will, Ar- Will Arnett. Will played, Arnett in Pirates of Blackwater, yeah, right, yeah, Jay? Played, played, played by Legolas. Um, Yar. Uh, and, and stuff, yeah. And uh, uh, But, yeah, I just thought, you know, how, how great would this have been, you know, where you have Jack Sparrow constantly, you know, doing his thing and being – being harassed by Barbosa and you Davey know Jones and Davy Jones and and all this just yes. all the wacky characters and stuff like these and, movies are tailor made to be just a wacky cartoon series. Think of and all the villains of, you could get just by doing historical pirates out on the show. Yes. Like I know the movies eventually did Blackbeard, but that'd be awesome. Uh not only that, but and I hate to you know keep going back to this well, but the toy line for something like that. Well, they did. Man. Pirates did have a toy line, right? Sort of. Not I'm quite not the not quite the one the way we're talking of. You could have, you could have uh, uh, Davy Jones with his little octopus face, and like the whole crew of the Flying Dutchman. You could have the Flying Dutchman sold separately. Uh, yeah. You could well, have the Black Pearl. And if you're really cool and you still had your Horatio Hornblower toys, you could have a whole naval battle. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I mean, you you could have so you could have like, you know, the the Black Pearl crew, both regular and undead. There you yeah. go. You you could have Jack. Uh, ooh, Jack ooh it's a gimmick, Scott. Think think real Ghostbusters. You get you, you get them. Uh, you spray cold water on them, and they turn into their ghost selves. Ah, oh, nice. That, that's that is very nineties. Yes. <laughs> Take the slime heroes from Ghostbusters. They... Yeah. Love it. I just, just popped in there. But no, uh... there, John. 
Yeah, it, it, it probably <laughs> will. Even the worst episode of that show would have been better than some of those sequels. So, you, yes. you, you could have the whole jailbreak, you know, play set, you know, where Jack Sparrow's in jail with blowout yes. walls and everything. And, yeah. And, uh, and the, uh, the, the little, you'd, you'd have like a little bench or something that you could wedge under one of them to actually, you know, open one of the cells. You know, what? lever action. Yeah, lever action. You know what? What, I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say this and you guys are gonna okay. be like, oh my god, yes. There'd be one toy that every kid would want to get, but it'd be so hard to find because everybody wanted to get it, and you'd have that one friend that had it, and you're like, Oh my god, it's so awesome. The Kraken. Oh. That's pretty good dog. The dog is a mail away, Scott. You have to send in eight dog- proofs of purchase. Plus shipping and handling. <laughs> so, just out of curiosity, who among us, ra- ra- show of hands, I am raising my hand, had a mail away toy? I know. Uh, had a mail away exclusive. I did not. I, th- I think I had a Batman one, maybe. Maybe not. I'm going to ha- put my hand half up. So, back in the day, there was a cartoon with a toy line. Called Thundercats. Oh! One of the main villain was Mumra, which you could buy, of course. He was a villain, but you could only buy Mumra in his like demon form. Like his mummified form was a mail away from from cereal box box tops. You had to have pr- proof of purchase from cereals, and you had to mail off for it. I had that. Wow! Nice. 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 Very Very nice. No, again, if you're talking toyetic, pirates in general, like it just never ends. Yeah, every ship, uh, and you know, again, spring loaded cannons that fire cannonballs and, and, you know, uh, gimmicks on that. And you've got the, the island, you've got the, 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 um, Navy fort playset, the pirate island fort playset, uh, which again, it's kind of what is redressed the, uh, Endor Village as a pirate hideout. Well, it worked for Robin Hood. We'll do it for pirates. Well, that wasn't that like the big stack of pirate ships. Was the pirate hideout? I don't remember. Oh. Um, I'm just, I'm just, again, just pitballing ideas. And then you know, you've got yeah, 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 for merchandising rights alone. You you, you think or opportunities? You, you the think they would have tried to shoot that? Rights alone. Merchandising beyond their wildest dreams. Yes, yes, <laughs> sir. the Caribbean, the flamethrower. <laughs> a little anachronistic, but we'll go with it. Uh, no, dude, yeah, no, you're right. That's uh, yeah, that's a good one, Scott. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, that's really good. Pirates of the Caribbean might, and this is a strong might, be even a more popular cartoon than Horatio Hornblower. I'm just saying. Uh, look, <laughs> Pirates, of, and I'm gonna have, I'm gonna, I'm gonna jump into the universe where those shows existed. Okay, and we're gonna have the toy debate. Yeah, Pirates of the Caribbean had like cooler gimmicks and stuff, but the Horatio Hornblower toys were so historically accurate. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. What a nerd. You're the one that would get beat up on the playground, John. You'd have your it's, Horatio Hornblower. It's, Horn it's like you're comparing G.I. Joe, like Generation 3 Tiger Stripe camo helicopter to the G.I. Uh, Joe Gen 1 OD oh, green attack helicopter. Oh, and it's like, get the yeah, fuck out of here. Oh, yeah. The Gen 3 Tiger Stripe Firefly versus the original OG Firefly. Not even a current. Like that. that the Tiger Stripe stuff is just complete BS. Like, hey, look, some of yeah. us didn't get the G one stuff, and all we could get was the fucking Tiger Stripe. Okay, Scott. 
Yeah. <laughs> Back was, off, you man. That was just that was just BS, you know, and everything. <laughs> OG Gen One Sky Striker, straight up F fourteen. That was legit, man. I, mean, I just watered a Cobra attack helicopter, Scott. And all it came in was Tiger Stripe, okay? <laughs> Till I inherited my cousins. Anyway, yeah, I, I imagine that would be in a, in a world where those toy lines both exist. There's your fight. Yeah, and John would get beat up on the playground because he'd bring his Horatio Hornblower toys. and be like, I wouldn't well, be allowed to bring those to school. Have you met Nancy? Well... You see, these are historically accurate compared to your Kraken. And then the guy with the Kraken would be like, ah, oh, eat your, your toy. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I can't Thanks, yeah, I've got PTSD now. Thanks. <laughs> Trigger warning. Kids have got beat up on the playground. Anyway, where are we at? Jay, it's back to you, I think. Okay. Uh, John, we talked about this on the show once, about what we would like to see. Doesn't sound like and... us at all. And we said it would be cool as a series or as a movie, but when this idea came up, I was like, oh, man, this would be cool as a cartoon. Uh, I love the movie Jurassic Park, and I loved the movie Jurassic World. But what happened on the island between Jurassic Park and Jurassic World? 90s cartoon. That's what happened. God, if only. Right? Every week, like you said episodic who what dinosaur are we trying to catch this week you know you've got your you can throw in whatever characters you've got your asset containment uh you can have have, i can't think of the guy's name who buys the island you know or inherits it from john ronnie yeah you can have him in the show uh you could just all the different gadgets and gizmos that they could use to capture the dinosaurs. And like, I think of like the 1990s Jurassic park toy line that came out after the movie. And we never saw any of those things in the movie. Yeah. That's another. Go ahead, sir. I was just going to say, we could have those things in the cartoon. Yeah. That's another toy line that they kind of got lucky because they launched it from the first movie. And the second movie came out not long after that. And in between, yeah, you had the toy line. And and dinosaurs in general always sell toys. So even though there weren't, you know, it was, what, five years between movies, I think? The toy line kept going just because kids will keep buying dinosaur stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and, like, yeah, uh, that's, dude, yeah. It, it, and, again, it's an 80s cartoon. So you got to throw in, like, your evil rival company was trying to capture the dinosaurs before engine can so you yes. have your 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 good guys who are there to help the dinosaurs and your bad guys who are there to strip mine it like lost world basically uh hell yeah uh, and because uh, i'm pretty sure that, the toy line did that actually now yeah. that i said yeah now that i think about that for two seconds that that was part of the toy line there was the evil raiders who were there to steal all the dinosaurs oh my god it, it writes itself jay the toy uh, line writes the cartoon Yes, and and speaking of when you were saying the toy line just sort of kept going, there was nothing more awesome than when I saw Jurassic World, or Jurassic, no, The Lost World. There we go. Jesus Christ. When I saw The Last, The Lost, Jesus, The Lost World in theaters, and they had a Jeep that had the passenger side slide out because that was a toy. And I was like, my toy is in the movie. Uh, Yeah. It was awesome yes it was so it it does it writes itself 
I know Scott would stream it. He'd watch it. He, it would just be his favorite cartoon of all time. Jurassic Park needs to die. <laughs> horrible you, death. you could even take all the old Kenner toys and reissue them, but give them, uh, uh, like, you know, they're worn, they're, they're, they're a little, uh, like battle damage. Cause you know, it's the original Jurassic Park stuff and it's like falling apart. Yeah. The, the only way I would watch a Jurassic Park cartoon is if they have the goat tied up to feed the T-Rex, right? Well, Scott. Hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, okay. Hang on. They have the goat tied up to uh-huh. feed the T-Rex. Yes. And we see the boom, boom, and from out of the the jungle comes the big metallic T-Rex that says, me, Grimlock, don't want to be fed. Me, Grimlock, want to hunt. But Scott, the the goat on the chain is the mail-away figure, so. Nice. <laughs> Grimlock, I'm king. Uh, I'd watch that show, say. too, Scott. <laughs> I'd be confused, but I'd watch it. I had it, and I lost it. It's okay. Okay. Uh-oh. Yeah, Jay. Uh, another property that I mean, there, there's the there's a cartoon on Netflix now that's set like concurrently with with the first Jurassic World events, but I'm still surprised. It's such a such a big hit with kids. I'm surprised there has been more kid friendly Jurassic Park stuff. Not that the, the oh toys weren't kid friendly, but now I remember what I was gonna say. You were talking about uh, you could re release the old toys. Yeah. From Jurassic Park. Uh yeah. you could have Mr. Arnold now without an arm. Uh, uh dude, literally the, the Dennis Nedry figure's action feature was his arms came off. <laughs> you you could have uh you could have Robert Muldoon now disemboweled. Uh, I had that figure, he was awesome. That figure, Jay, came with the fucking <laughs> rocket launcher. Yes. Those people at Kenner knew what they were doing. He didn't come with a bottle of whiskey, but he came with a rocket launcher. Our and version of Robert him, Muldoon is going to come with a bottle of whiskey. You can put him in the Jeep and have him blow up Raptors. You were all you had to do was steal a, a, a soda bottle from like another another figure line, and you were good to go. No, that is going to be our big uh, stick. Is where he's going to yeah. have a bottle. We're not going to label it whiskey. It's just going to be like, oh look, he's got a. We'll give him bottle. a flask. Yes. It's his medicine water. <laughs> medicine water. <laughs> oh, okay. Good times. Yes. <sighs> I have too many on my list. Okay. Narrow it down. Okay. Okay. Jay. Yes. I'm going to go with one that had should have been a cartoon and also never had a toy line to go with it. Um, one of our favorite movies, one of the movies my wife loves to quote, a movie that in its design and execution was already kind of a cartoon in and of itself. Uh, it had action, it had spaceships, it had aliens, it had cool futuristic flying cars, uh, and it had Mila Jovovich wearing Band-Aids. I'm talking about Fifth Element, the cartoon series. Corbin Dallas and Lilu are off trekking the galaxy trying to save stuff and they've got to fight against the forces of Zer- Zorg. Sorry, Zorg, not Zerg. Jean-Baptiste Emmanuel <laughs> Zorg. Sorry, co- who's still alive. Co- I know he dies in the cartoon, but shut up. What's he dies in the Sorry. movie, you mean? Yeah. I was say Zorg in the Corden Armada. 
That's a different pitch for later. Oh, sorry. That better be a pitch for later. Holy shit, Last Starfighter should have been a cartoon. <laughs> anyway, sorry, I'm sidetracked. Fifth Element. Uh, yes, yes, I know Zorg dies in the movie when he comes back for the cartoon because shut up. Um, and the, the <laughs> Bangalores are still his his servants because you got to have grunts. Uh, and the, the Bangalores are like the perfect, stupid, uh, like bebop, rocksteady-esque kind of henchmen. Oh. Uh, it's perfect. Uh, every week yes. is we're chasing down some new alien artifact thing and we got to get to it before Zorg does because bad things will happen. And that's my pitch. That's all I got. Oh, yeah, I love it. You don't have to say more. I'd watch it I right now. Give it to me. Why isn't it on TV right now? I, I just want the deluxe toy of the gun. The, the, the right oh, like, like a Nerf version of it? Yeah. The X1? Or yeah. Whatever it's called. What's it oh, called, I would Jay? love it. The, the the it's the 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 shooty thingy. Oh, okay. The shooty thingy. But it has yeah. to feature the little red button on the side of the case. Yes. Uh no, a nerf version of that would be awesome. Uh ZF one? Yep, the ZF one. Okay. Ambidextrous <laughs> multifunctional weapon. The Zorg ZF one pod weapon system. It's got yep. that repeat feature. Incapable of being detected by X-rays, featuring titanium recharger, three thousand round clip. Uh, uh, so the clip has no moving parts because it's an energy clip. Uh, yeah. Interesting. Replay button, rocket launcher, yeah. arrow launcher, net launcher, flamethrower, ice cube system. I love it. Everything a growing boy needs. Uh and and fun fact, I just saw this because I'm on the Fifth Element wiki. Um, it was, where's it at? It, it was built around the AKS-74U carbine. Cool. Yeah, anyway. Okay, fifth element of the cartoon chair. There's my pitch. That's all I got. Just felt like one of those properties that, it, again, doesn't really make sense to be a cartoon, but somebody would have given it a go. Yeah, yeah I would watch for that. Sure. If I was, a, you know, if I was a, if I was a kid uh, and stuff, I would totally watch that. Uh, especially when we, when we start each episode with Corbin Dallas picking up a fair. <laughs> yeah, it's basically just an extended version of that one sequence from Heavy Metal with John Candy as the cab driver in the future. Too yep. deep? Okay. Uh, no, no, sorry. I'm good. All right. Scott, we're back to you, I think. So, Is it going to be the last Starfighter? Oh, sorry. And, and, you know, in all honesty, I, I I didn't think of it until we just talked about it a second ago. But now I am going to go with the last Starfighter. My God, that needs to be a damn cartoon. Yes. As well, you that, fucking should. That, that, I'd watch it right now. Yeah. If it was on TV, I'd go turn it on. Yeah, why they didn't <laughs> do a cartoon of the last Starfighter, I have no idea. Because it would just be awesome with Alex Rogan off, you know. And you can even set it after it wouldn't. You wouldn't even really have to reset much. Just the after. Yeah, just do it as a sequel to the movie. Yeah. Yeah, just a straight sequel to the movie. That would be awesome. That would be great. Uh, I would be completely fine with that. The mail away figure would be the beta robot. It's exactly the same as the civilian Alex, but he has like a different color shirt. <laughs> that yeah. Um and uh, uh, what's his name? Um. Oh crap! Uh, His co-pilot or the guy that picks him up? The guy that picks him up, played by uh, uh, Robert Preston from uh, um, Music Man. Um, 
uh, has swappable heads. Where he's, oh yeah, you no, know, because 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 he can have the the you know whenever he was the uh, no that's your mail away figure. It's Robert Preston as the the his his regeneration like cycle disguise that he pulls his he put he pulls the mask off at the end. It has swappable heads. Centauri. Centauri. That's the character's name. Thank you. I need to go watch the last Starfighter again. Everyone needs to. That movie's amazing. Yeah, and the fact that they keep teasing us a sequel in development like every damn year for the last five years. You guys want some fun random trivia? Always. Nick Castle, director of The Last Starfighter, maybe better known to some other people for being uh, the original Michael Myers. Interesting. There you go. But that you probably smoke That means he's doing a sequel. To 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 which one? To Halloween? Yeah, he's been in a couple Star sequels. Fighter. No, the last Starfighter. Damn it! <laughs> uh, yeah. No, Scott, we're never getting a sequel to the last Starfighter. Yes, we are. It's happening. Alex Rogan is coming back to Earth to recruit the next generation of last Starfighters. It would suck now because it would be a mobile game. That's just dumb. That's but we're not here to do that. The last Starfighter cartoon show would have been awesome because it's yes. tailor made for a cartoon. You know, it's it a is. Kid from the trailer park is to become the titular last Starfighter and defend the the frontier against Zerg and the Kodan Armada. And and yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. That yeah. movie. <sighs> Well, you get him and his love interest because they're up in space together after... Yeah, she has to be working up there now, too, for some reason. Yeah, she's up there with him now because she goes with him, you know, because they got to rebuild the Starfighter Corps. It's him recruiting Starfighters. There you go. There's your premise. Yeah, it's him recruiting Starfighters. It's just the recruition of new Starfighters because he has to go from planet to planet finding people, and they've got different tests because... Because uh, he because he asks Centauri, is it the the Excalibur test? Is that what he said? The Excalibur test? I think so. He's like he's like no no I've gone past that or something like that. So you get different tests and he's he's following up with people. Uh, and it's great and you know Centauri's out there doing his thing. Um, and you can even use that wacky you know like the early nineties uh, like uh, quasi CGI animation stuff. Because you had the yeah, bad that, 80s CGI that, for the movie. That reboot Beast Wars style. Yeah. Yep. Oh, we had a reboot. Oh, there's a there's a show I wish had a movie. That's a different topic, Jay. Yep. I know. All right. Uh, we are back to Jay, though. I think a good, good, good impromptu, uh, good audible there, Scott. Thank you. All right. I I only have really one more. Okay. And this one is the one I think really sparked my whole thought process on this topic. Okay. Because I love the movie and I feel like the movie lends itself to a cartoon that would be amazing. And in this one, it's not a cartoon that comes after the movie. This is a cartoon that would come before the movie. Okay. Okay. And that movie is Pacific Rim. Ooh. So a 90s cartoon 
about the Jaeger program, like when Jaegers were in their heyday fighting Kaijus, like all the time. And you can bring back favorites like Cherno Alpha and Crimson Typhoon and put them in the show. And you make up all new ones. Make up new ones and like give them cool names. And like you can see um, uh, Gypsy Danger in its prime, you know, with the Beckett boys. Like there's no, to me, there's no limit of how far back you could go or how many different. Jaegers you could involve. See, uh, well, are the, are the Beckett boys even around yet, or do you start far enough back where Idris Elba's character is still the go-to Jaeger pilot for the U.S.? Yeah, I think you still go back. I think you go back. You start your show back when um, Stacker Pentecost was still a pilot, okay, and not the marshal. Gotcha, Scott. What were well, you saying? Well. Not that younger me wouldn't have watched that because younger me would watch anything that was on. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, but you set a high bar to clear, Scott. But we'll try. Yeah, yeah but I have a problem. I don't care for Pacific Rim. And the thing that I don't like about Pacific Rim is twofold. One is is some of the like a lot of the shots, the fights with the kaiju are very dark and rainy and stormy, and that's just a, a thing that I have. But I love the giant robots. I hate the dual control system for the robots. I hate that. I hate that with a passion. The whole thing of, oh, we got to have twins to control because they've got to be in sync and everything. When have you known any sibling, twin or otherwise, to be in sync? Well, they're not They're not all twins. They just yep. have to. It, 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 it. Siblings generally usually hate each other. Hate in a loving way. But still. They're not in sync. Like getting tw- getting siblings to cooperate, bullshit. But they're, 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 they're not all siblings. The, the Becketts were. were siblings. It, it is a very anime kind of concept. Yes, I, I just don't like it. I, I I hate that control system for a, a giant robot. I'm sorry. Putting one human in charge of 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 anything is annoying putting more than one human in charge of anything where you don't have a strict command structure and a military structure like a tank is even worse. Because invariably, if you put two people in charge of a tank where no no one person is definitively in command, guess what? That tank is not going to function. Because Scott, you're going to have one... The drama comes in. Because you're going to have one person going, we need to go left. And the other person is going, no, we need to go right. It's like, no, I'm telling you left. I'm telling you right. We need to punch over here. No, we need to kick this guy on our right. And trust me, all it's going to do is it's going to fall down and it's going to look like it's having a seizure on the ground. Scott, hmm? have you ever watched the show Titan Maximum? I have not. It's a Power Rangers Voltron parody made by the guys who do Robot Chicken. Okay. And exactly what you just described yeah. happens in an episode only multiplied by five people. Okay. <laughs> they, they form all... Titan Maximum and no one agrees on which way to go or what to do first and they just argue and fight and the robot just collapses. And the robot just collapses and looks yep. like having a seizure. Yep. <laughs> That's what would happen. Yeah. It's a great show, by the way. <laughs> uh, well, thanks, Scott, for 
deflating the balloon. No, no, that was no, my no, no, favorite no, no, choice. No, no, I I know I know you love Pacific Rim, and 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 I know you do. And 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 once again, that's why I tried to preface this by like you know, twelve year old me would watch well anything that was on. Um, so I would have watched it because <laughs> I wouldn't know any better. Well, and it I understand your qualms with it. But in defense of the movie, it's a movie about giant robots fighting giant monsters. I know like I had a convers- really cares about. <laughs> and I had a conversation with somebody at school, was it yesterday, where I was like talking about our topic for this week. And I was like super excited for this pick, you know, Pacific Rim. And they're like, you know, I really didn't care for Pacific Rim. I didn't think the acting was that great. And I said, listen, yes. if you're watching Pacific Rim for the acting, you're doing it wrong. That's like, true, too. Nobody turns on Pacific Rim and is like, man, I can't wait for this Academy Award winning caliber acting. I had the no. same conversation with a friend that I won't name about the, uh, the new Godzilla movies. Yeah. He's just, I just don't connect to the human characters. Who the fuck cares about the human characters? <laughs> you, you just They're there at a bad time freedom. until the next fight. And uh, which is funny because the old Japanese movies are kind of the same way. Like yeah. I remember we talked about that, John, like how there's a lot of human characters in the new Godzilla and like a lot of human time. But watching the old ones, they're very like this is like that. Dude. So the, there's different eras, but like you go to like the late sixties era Godzilla movies, and they get fucking weird, dude. There's like yeah, I know. UFOs and other dimensional yeah. beings, and just like, like, yeah, the A plot is still. I want to watch Godzilla fight whatever monster it is this movie, but the B plot with the human characters, they get weird. Yeah, man, I, I'm looking forward to those. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Pacific Rim because, like, I feel like it would be awesome. It's it's going to be more cost effective than making a prequel because then you just have to animate it. Yeah, you don't it's have just to, animation, yeah do cg to make it look good um think you, of all the toys your problem there is scale do you make well, the jaegers like 12 inch and then make tiny little pilots to go in them? do you make like three quarter inch pilots because then scaled up the jaeger would be like six feet tall i think you make i think you make a pilot action figure just like you're like hey in this one is scale? the pilot no. in, in like a in a scale like no. six yeah. inch. No. Okay, and Scott's then you do Jaegers no. in a. No. That's what they did for Voltron. What's up? Oh. What you got, Scott? You just make the robots. Nobody, oh. no kid, no kid in the 80s, 90s, or 2000s is going to give two shits about the pilots. Because the fair. pilots don't do anything outside the robot. They That's have fair. no powers, they have nothing. There is nothing for them to do outside the robot except whine about their girlfriend. But there's that whole scene where they have a training montage where they fight uh-huh. with swords for some uh-huh. reason. Uh-huh. They don't fight anything. They were swords. swords. No. They no. were they were nope. bow staffs. Anyway. No, don't care. No pilot. Scott, I, Make the robot. I do. I, I agree. You're right, Scott. I don't He's think right. you do need pilots. He's right. Um, Jay, Jay, do yeah. you make the Jaeger helmet and gauntlets so you can pretend you're a Jaeger? Yes. Okay. Well, yes, of course. And then the, the corresponding monster head and in hands. Yes, of course you do. 
Okay. And, okay. And you you give Gypsy Danger a giant collapsible sword. Yes. <laughs> that is just falling. Let's let's Jay. Let's not kid ourselves. The sword on the gauntlet of the role play toy is like four inches, and it, yeah. it's spring loaded, and it's it, it's yeah. cool, and then it's kind of a letdown. Let's be honest, right? And then like the other, like the left gauntlet has the sword on it, and it's like a robot hand. And the it's other got one the is sword the, that the energy out. blaster gun. And the other the one's like, sounds. but it, yeah, it's like constantly just the plasma cannon. Yeah, it doesn't. Yeah. Like, it's not a hand. So like you can't actually grab anything with it, and you're just like plasma ooh, cannon, ooh, plasma ooh, cannon, ooh, pew pew, sword, and sword, like, sword. You're fighting your friend, and then your friend's like, "Oh, you missed with the plasma cannon. You're out of ammo," you know, because you have that one friend that's a dick like that. My and, monster shell is immune to your plasma blaster, and your knife yeah. can't get close enough. Right, and then you're like, "Well, I don't want to play with you anymore." And then you go home and get out your like your 12 inch tall Jaeger of Tank, coyote tango or something and have it fight a Jaeger that or a kaiju it's not supposed to and it's like I'm gonna yeah. whoop your butt or or I could just go home and get my nice you know uh, 750 milliliter bottle of Jaegermeister <laughs> this <laughs> is for kids Scott kids even better okay kids. you're right you're right you're right I could go home and get my dad's bottle of seven. there you go bottle of Jaegermeister <laughs> I could get my uh, bottle of Jägermeister Jr. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, that would like the toys would just be so awesome yeah. for yeah. that. And like, you know, you'd have that one kid that for their birthday, you know, they open the present and they see like the Pacific Rim logo on the side of the box and they think they're getting a Jäger and then it turns out to be a Kaiju. And you're like, oh, well, now they- you got to have Kaiju. Right, it's no fun having yeah, giant but, robots that they got no giant monster like, to fight. Yeah, but it's like it's like the kids in my day who had GI Joe figures versus Cobra figures. Every kid that I knew, including myself, we had crap tons of GI Joes. We had a few of the G, the the Cobra named people, and we we each had one Cobra trooper. One, one. One. See, that's your problem right there. You you, were, you weren't building troops with your troop builders. You, no, you gotta... you, no, 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 no. You, you, you say that like we had control over what figures we Yeah, had. yeah. <laughs> that's a very modern concept. I love all these toy collectors now who talk about troop builders. And it's like, dude, I, yeah, Scott's right. I, I don't know about you, but trying to convince my mom I needed a second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, seventh of the same figure. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, it wasn't going to happen. Exactly. But again, uh, but you've yeah. got to have the enemy. You can't just make a good guy figure. You've got to have the bad right. guy. Even if you don't have as many, you've got to have the bad guys. Yes. And I, and that's what I think is one great the, about Pacific Rim is it just leaves yeah. it wide open. One of the glaring whatever. omissions of, and I love the Power Ranger line, and I love the Power Ranger Zords, but they never made a single monster in the same scale as the Megazord. The monsters were made yep. to the scale of the ranger figures. Yeah, they because, never had a line yeah. of you oh, know yeah. scaled up monsters. Yeah, because because even even in the even in the show, like like Goldar got made bigger once, right? Didn't didn't Goldar? He gets made bigger all the time. Oh, he gets made bigger yeah. a lot. It's all been a while since I've seen the original the original series. It's been a while, but yeah. So the the monsters got they they grew so that they were on the same scale as the Megazord. 
Yeah. All they had to do was make a bigger mold. Take the Goldar mold, make it bigger, make a big Goldar, call it the Make My Monster Grow line. So it's scaled. Because again, the Zords were awesome, but once you put the Megazord together, you had nothing to fight. Yeah. You had to go borrow something else. Because <laughs> the power. So so yeah, that's that's the that's that's the one thing we gotta get right with the the uh Pacific Rim line is, is our is our kaiju yeah. and our Jaegers same scale. Yes, and you know, you say six inch, okay, twelve inch, maybe eighteen. I'm saying eighteen inch Jaegers. Well, that's your deluxe with the lights and sound that cost thirty bucks more, Jay. You gotta think yeah. like a toy designer now. Right. You got that's your fair. cheapo Jaeger and you got your deluxe gypsy danger Jaeger. Oh, yeah, I want the deluxe. You, it doesn't even exist, but I want the deluxe Gypsy yeah. Danger. You're already mad at yourself about a hypothetical toy that never existed, but you knew your parents wouldn't have shelled out the money for. It. So <laughs> right? you'd end up buying you'd end up buying the 25th anniversary Legacy Edition when they decide to make that and put it back out in stores again. So what, yeah, when I, when and then I was, never play with it. Yeah, go ahead, Scott. When I was a kid, one year for Christmas, uh, I got the GI Joe Bridge Layer. Christmas, which was which was a great toy i loved it uh and, and everything it, it was it was awesome um however i found out i, I, I remember how, it was years later i found out my aunt was my aunt who got me the bridge layer was talking about it and she was she was someplace and she said yeah she's like i, I saw i was i knew you liked gi joe and i was gonna get you the uss flag <gasps> She said, but the only one they had had been opened previously, and they didn't know if all the pieces were there. So I decided not to get it. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care that all the pieces weren't there. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I have the flag. Did she see the flag in person? Did she know it was a coffee table? <laughs> that I or did don't she know. just I call the I store and ask, did you have this thing thinking she, it was a toy? At the time, she would not have called the store. She would have okay. been in store, and, and okay. I'm sure she would have seen the box and everything. But wow! Yeah. So yeah, but but because it had been previously opened or something, and they told her like we don't know if all the pieces are there. She's like, okay. well, let's go with something else. Uh, wow. <laughs> like I would have. Man, she could that. have been the greatest aunt of all time. She could have had the trophy <laughs> right then and there. Yep. 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 Wait, what was this again? Oh God! The the USS Flag, the battleship for GI Joe that the they call the place. Yeah, sorry, sorry, the aircraft carrier. They called it a, a, a playset, but it was a fucking coffee table. Yeah, Jesus, this thing's huge. huge. Yeah, yes. Jesus. Yes. Yeah, it's to scale with the Sky Striker. <laughs> yep, the Sky Striker can fit on her deck, and the Sky Striker was huge. Yeah, and this I had our seventy one Blackbird. Uh, I've seen one of those in person at uh, uh, Plus Comics. They had one for a while, and it's, it's beautiful to see in person. But uh, I, I, I had one of those too. I, I had the Sky Striker, and I had the. It wasn't called the SR seventy one, but that's what it was designed around. It was yeah. The, they renamed all of them, but yeah. I don't remember what it's called. Damn it! But anyway, I you know I don't want to be tarred and feathered for this comment, but I never really watched GI Joe, so. You didn't well, have to watch G.I. Joe to get the toys. It's, it's the military well, stuff. But, it's the genius and, of that line. Uh, yeah, so the G.I. Joe cartoon was a bit, a little bit before your time, um, but you really should go back and watch it. because it's, it's a decent cartoon. I mean, 
it's still very 90s, you know, kids cartoonish, but there was a submarine? Yeah. This is gonna be Jay's the entire rest of his night is it's falling down the rabbit hole of toys he could have had as a kid. Son of a the oh, raven friggin' the, Legos. Yeah, the, the co- Raven. The, co- the Cobra Night Raven. That's what the SR seventy one was. Cobras had the 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 A ten warthog too. Yes, yes, that was the Rattler. So I, I had the Night Raven. I had I had the Night Raven. I had the Cobra Rattler. I had the Sky Striker. I had the Bridge Layer. Uh, uh, my cousin had this the the Troop Transport. Oh, I, got, I had that, <laughs> which was actually a fun, which was actually a fun little toy. It actually, was yeah, you good. could fit like eighteen Joes in the back of that thing. Yeah, I know. The bumper pulled out as a carry handle. I know that this is uh uh this this is a you know we're on a podcast that's that's not visual but uh-huh. I'm I'm sending you guys this picture right now and I'll describe it to our listeners it is the USS flag but on the deck of the USS flag are X-wings little like micro machine x-wings okay i love it i love it for my own reasons so okay that's well then i'm gonna jump in uh because we've gotten way off into a uh, toy territory fell down a rabbit uh, hole yes okay so um i have a bunch of honorable mentions but the last one i want to pitch as an actual like this could have been a show 1980s cartoons went one of two routes we're gonna sell you something or we're going to learn you something because you could hide a cartoon as long as you could say, Oh no, it's educational. We're teaching kids stuff. Uh, so there's one property from the eighties that I think would have made an amazing edutainment TV show. He's a plucky robot. You know, his name, he needs input. It's a Johnny five. He is alive. I'm here to pitch short circuit, the cartoon show. Short Circuit uh-huh. would have been a great 90s cartoon. But but sort of in the vein of Magic School Bus, where each episode, because again, Johnny Five, he's craving input. So it's like Johnny Five at the dairy farm. Johnny Five at the factory. Johnny Five <laughs> explores the volcano. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, all right. Johnny number five discovers photosynthesis. I don't know. Whatever. Because he craves input. So every every episode is him learning something. Uh, so the kids are learning something, but we have fun, wacky adventures along the way. And yes, we have cartoon versions of Ali Sheedy and um, um, uh, Steve Gutenberg and the Indian guy who, yes, has to still be played by the dude from Jersey doing a terrible, horrible racist version of a guy from India because it's still the 80s. Sorry, it's how it works. Uh, and then if you need drama every once in a while, you have... Um, um, What's his name from Police Academy is the the bad security chief of the robot company trying to come capture Johnny Five. All right, that's yeah, my pitch. No, I love it. Um, that is a great. I, that, that's a great. That would pitch. be an awesome. Yeah, it'd be an awesome cartoon. Woo! This is great <laughs> um, news. That would be great. Um, and, and the toys would be awesome too, because you yeah. could have. Well, you you could have Johnny Five, like you. So you could have individual Johnny Fives, right? Uh-huh. Like you know, di- different Johnny Fives, blah blah blah. That would be you know Johnny Five doing this, Johnny Five doing that, blah blah blah. But then you could have a deluxe Johnny Five, would, which would have interchangeable parts. 
Oh, now you're talking. You know, uh, and stuff to keep in that whole, yeah, thing that they, you know, and, and everything. Um, um, Wait. Now, could you I, have, I not, I'm sorry. I was just going to say, could you have, like, like John and I's idea with the Jaegers, you know, where you put on, like, a helmet and, and gloves. You are could Johnny you have, Five? Could you have a Johnny Five, you put the laser cannon on your shoulder. No, no, no. Like, You'd have the Johnny Five learning goggles, yeah. which would be just giant goggles you put on, but they have like the lenses that flip up and down like his eyelids. Well, okay, you know, yeah. they, they, they just be they just be an uh, an 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 over engineered uh, 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 viewmaster. Yes, there you go. Just put the viewmaster disc in. No, no, no. Johnny five it would be the input disc. Input. Yeah. Johnny Five craves input. Yes. Right. Um but with the cartoon for, for the for his for the plucky human it would it would be the, the, the Indian dude, not not uh, uh Mahoney's character. Yeah, I said the Indian dude. Oh did you? I'm sorry. Yeah. It's know. gotta be the same actor from Jersey doing the voice too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he's like he's it. a more plucky character than he's the only plucky. human character to return from the sequel to. He is. I like the sequel. I do too. It's good. Uh, that's all I had for actual pitches, though. I've got a bunch of honorable honorable mentions, but those are the ones I had actual kind of pitches for. I'm shy. Oh, go ahead, Scott. You got another one for us? I have one more. Okay. But but this is this is going to be this is this is outside the box. This I think this might be a little outside the scope. Is this okay. outside the box? Like, um, what's his name? Horatio Hornbrunner. That's his how cousin. Is Horatio, how is Horatio Hornblower outside the box? I still don't get it. This is this is something every child craves. Those toys were the most historically accurate sage yeah. tale. Every every child today craves more Horatio Hornblower. Let me tell you, C.S. Forrester it's is highly underrated. Super educational. We yeah. all want more historically accurate age of fighting sale toys. Yes. Yeah. Um, why there is no, you know, Horatio Hornblower cinematic universe? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Disney just needs to get on that shit. Let me tell you. Um, All right, Scott, give us your out of the box one. This is this is this is not a modern film series. Okay, so okay. this is based. This is this is a television series, a live action television series. Okay. Okay. That ran from 1987 to 1988. Is it the A Team? Is it an A Team cartoon? It's not not the A Team. No, it's not the A Team. (laughs) So this is a television series which I used to love. Uh, It was called Captain Power and the Soldiers of the Future. (gasps) No, hang on. Okay, yeah. The reason I bring this up. Okay. So this, in my opinion, was a great TV series. It it it, it kind of suffered a little bit from the technology of the time, and and the budget, you know. But uh-huh. the acting, like the actors in this, gave their all. They gave everything. It's it, it's great. It it really is. It's awesome. And if no one's ever seen it, you really should watch it. The writers did too. They did not. The hold writers back. did yeah. too. They crafted a beautiful story, uh, in this. Um, and it only went. Uh, like I said, it was, uh, it was 87 to 88, and I'm, I'm looking to see if that actually, if it was just one season, or if it was two seasons. I think it was just one yeah, season. Just one season, yeah, yeah, for the live action. But 
so the gimmick at the time because it because it mm-hmm. supported a toy 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 line, and the gimmick was that the toy line was interactive with the show. Okay, and I had the toys. I had all the toys for Captain Power, and I watched the series and I used the toys with the show. I was a little upset with the way it actually kind of fell out because I was still a kid and it took me a minute to realize they couldn't like when I when I shot the bad guy with my toys, <laughs> the bad guy didn't fall down. Yeah. You know, uh, I will I will have to admit. But and this is the reason why I bring this up is the toys like this. the So so like the 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 um, um the the hero the protagonist uh jet was called the power jet xt7 okay and when you bought it it came with a vhs that you could play with the toy okay and and you could fly a mission so you could use the gimmick when the show wasn't on exactly and you could fly a mission and so the 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 vhs was pov so you're literally holding the jet up in front of the TV, and once you kind of memorize <laughs> things, you could you could turn like like you were flying through the mission and make it was fun. It was fun, but the yeah. reason I bring it up is because these VHSs, because I had the I had the Power Jet XT7, I had the uh, the Phantom Striker, which is the bad guy version, you know, and everything. Um, they were animated. Now I can see discontinuing the TV show because of the production costs, but why they didn't move this into full animation? Because the gimmick still worked with animation. Like why they didn't make this a full-on cartoon series and continue the toy line? I have no idea. And Scott wore out. Scott wore out his VHS tape in three days. I I tell you, I I got to the point where I had memorized that entire flight plan. The, the of the VHS, like I can mimic, like anytime the screen banked, I banked, like I flew that mission because, like the so the the two jets, the Power Jet XT7 and the, and, and the Phantom Striker, they had pistol grips to hold, you know, so that the the jet was around your hands and everything, and you could like put it up in front of you in front of the TV, and I was flying that mission. It was it was VR before VR existed. I'm telling you. Scott, yeah, I mean this in the most loving way possible. All right, but you, sir, are a fucking nerd. <laughs> I am. I and love, don't, love it. And don't, don't you ever change. change. Yeah, I, oh, I loved. I loved Captain Power. And if you've never seen it, go on YouTube because you can find some episodes in YouTube. Like, okay, um, did you see Armageddon? Yeah. Do you remember the female astronaut? The 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 one where she's she's doing the uh, uh, she's doing the training on the the reaction thruster suit. Oh yeah, where I kick if I kick you in the balls. Yes, yes, yes. her. Yeah. Do you remember her? Yes. Yes, she's in this series. She plays Corporal Pilot Chase. Nice. Uh, and she's and she's just as sexy in this as she was in Armageddon. Let me tell you. I'm. I'm just having a good time visualizing like little baby younger Scott because <laughs> like this was 1987. No, no. I was 10 to 11 years old. Okay, 
Okay, so I'm visualizing Scott, but the thing is, I've never seen Scott as a kid. So in my <laughs> mind, Scott still has his head with like his facial hair and glasses. <laughs> He's just attached to like a like a ten or eleven year old's body, <laughs> and like he still talks the same. And he's like, I am, you know, his like parents come in and they're like, what are you doing, Scott? And he's like, I am executing my flight plan. And like, he just turns back to the TV and he's just banking left and right with his little jet. Loved yeah, it. I, I was. And they I, loved it because it kept him busy for hours. It did. It did. It did. And see, now I want to know if Captain Power is available on DVD or Blu-ray. Oh, man. I can get That's you great. a lot of three VHS tapes. I don't have a VHS player. Okay. I find that shocking, actually. You can come over and use mine, but you have to get you have to bring your you have to bring your XT Sky whatever fighter. I don't over. have a, so oh. I don't I don't have the toys anymore. Um um uh, but um hang on, let's look on eBay here real quick because I'm really sure that <laughs> The, the tapes, the tapes are shockingly cheap. So well, so the Power Jet XT7. So here's one for nineteen dollars with a thirty-five dollars shipping and handling. Really? Okay. And it's listed as spaceship gun vehicle. Okay, what the hell? Um, <laughs> oh, now here is uh, XT7 and Phantom Striker parts as is twenty-two fifty. So they don't guarantee that they work. Yeah, well, no one uses cathode TVs anymore. So yeah, well, I mean, these things were great because you could you you could fly. So first of all, so it had like a it had like a not a laser, but it had a thing that would register hits against the TV, and it had a sensor that the TV would flash and it would register hits against the uh, the the jet, right? So you right. could play against the TV, so you could play against the show. You could play against the videos, but you could play against each other too. You could play yeah. the, the XT7 against the Phantom Striker, and you had so many like hits that you could take. And once you reached your level of hits that you could take, your pilot, which was the action figure, yeah. So the jets were scaled to the action figure. Your action figure would eject from the from the ship. <laughs> nice. That yeah, but whoever cares pilot. about the pilots. Well, I mean, my dad and I, so my dad and my dad would play this with me. He would have the Phantom Striker. I would have the XT7. We'd play against each other. Um, uh, the Thundercats had the same thing where the the Cat Slayer uh, yeah. had the, 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 the beam that you could shoot against the, the bad guy's tank thing that they had, you know, and if you, if the tank thing ran out, it would eject the pilot. And if, if the uh, if the 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 cat's lair ran out of health, then the doors, the front doors to the to the lair would blow open because they they breached the defenses. My dad would play that with me. Uh, we Aww. would do that shit all the time. Nice. <laughs> See now I want. These. I got. Uh, <laughs> I'll send you some links. I've had. Um, Interesting I choice. To... That, that yeah. Is no. Hey. I, I, it's up there with pirates in that I don't know why they didn't try. Yeah, and well, and like I said, and and the fact that the VHSs that came with the toys were already animated. Yeah, like yeah, 
You're like, already okay, halfway I, there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I get that you don't want to continue doing the live action because the production cost, but you've already sold kids on the animated. Just just switch it into animated yeah. and keep going. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Jan, I was just going to say that there was one that you had yep, mentioned so, to me. So that this is I'm my, surprised you didn't have a pitch for. It's my honorable mentions round. First of all, I did not say Alien vs. Predator or Aliens because I feel like I do that every time we talk about 80s stuff. Um, so I, I just wanted to be different, be original. Um, but yes, it's one of those things. It, we had the toys, we had the movies, we had the action figures. I don't know why we never got a cartoon series. I mean, I know why. Fox, uh, the toy company pitched it. Fox shot it down because they felt it would have been watering down the alien brand by having a kid's cartoon series. They were fine selling kids toys, but the cartoon was a bridge too far. Um, honorable mentions, uh, besides AVP, Waterworld. Yep. Hook. Yeah. Spaced Invaders. I might be a little on that one. It's fine. Uh, a movie that's already basically a cartoon, Buckaroo Banzai, and Gremlins. Uh-huh. We're on my list uh, of, oh, that could work, but I never quite got around to making a pitch for him, so. I I have I have one I want to throw a shout out for to Megan for saying that she thought it would be cool. Okay. She had two of them actually. One was an aliens cartoon, but from the point of view of the aliens. Interesting. And then a predator cartoon, but again from the point of view of the predator. That'd have been cool. So like you're just following a predator. Yeah. through whatever they're doing. And I was like, that would actually be awesome. Because then you could put all those Predator toys that never really appeared in the movies to use. Hey, those toys got put to plenty of use, even without a cartoon, sir. That That's fair. That's fair. I had the disc-throwing one. Yeah, I may or may not have already dipped a toe into Predator figures. Oh, no. I couldn't help myself. It, you can. Just say no, John. No, I really can't. It's a problem. Right. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's I don't already have one ordered for next week. It's fine. It's fine. You can I can quit anytime. I can quit whenever I want. I just don't want to. This is what this is what happens when you tell your kids they can't have toys when they're child. They're gonna grow up and spend way too much money buying shit they could have spent a third of it on when when they were a kid. That's what happens. Okay, so any other honorable mentions? I love our picks. We were all over the map, and that's amazing. Uh, yeah. Award for most random property goes to Scott for Horatio Hornblower. <laughs> but again, you know, I would have watched it. Yeah. Do you, you want to play Pirates? I'll bring my Horatio Hornblower toys. They're very historically accurate. I guess you can use your Pirate of the Caribbean toys if you'd like. Yeah, but they're they're more fancy. They're not really like the yeah. pirates didn't really do that. Yeah, it's, when you're there detaching your main sail to make it a hang glider for Captain Jack Sparrow, I'm like, ah, excuse me, I got a problem. With <laughs> you're, that. you're dead in the it water. Doesn't now. work. You your main then, sail, so yeah, you can't I'm maneuver. Thank you. Well, which was, come broadside so, and give you the whole nine yards. 
so speaking of which, uh, so there's a series that was just on here recently. Uh, oh, what was it? There, it's a comedy pirate series. I think it was on, was it on HBO? Uh, Our Flag Means Death? Yes, Our Flag Means Death. So I watched the first episode of this. I don't know if you all watched any of it at all. I've watched... No, I have not. I couldn't make it past the first episode. Because literally in the first episode... So the first episode, they're... Excuse me. They're, they they bear down on this ship, which they start to attack. Right? And it turns out it's a it's a British it's a British naval vessel, and they they start to attack. And now keep in mind, I understand the production concerns that they're dealing with. You know, anytime you're dealing with 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 this age, and there, there's very few practical like ships and stuff you can deal with, right? And and when you're trying to film with them. Uh, and everything, it's this this whole thing. But it just kills me because they pull alongside this ship and they start firing warning shots and they're talking about engaging the ship, right? Okay? In combat, right? Uh-huh. The ship that they're showing in the shot is not under sail. All of their sails are furled, which means they are not underway. They are not moving which means you can completely outmaneuver them any way you want why would you pull up to a broadside with them why would you yeah. not the stern rake what the hell taco ytd jeez i mean do your I, homework i'm like i'm looking at it like their sails are furled <laughs> i'm like why are you broadside to these people yep Scott, almost, Scott was the kid. He he's the kid that plays with the Horatio Horns lower tone. It's almost like no, they were trying to make a comedy series, and they cared more about the joke telling than they did the historical accuracy. God, it makes no tactical sense at all. And literally, <laughs> and then, that that just screwed the entire series for me. After that, I was like, I'm done with this show. Is this show stupid? That's kind uh, of the point of the show, though, Scott. Yeah, I hate to break it to you. That's that's kind of the point of that show. Is it stupid and they don't know what they're doing? Uh, love it anyway there you go we're way long so those are the cartoon or the movies we would have loved to see turned into cartoons and more accurately for this episode the toy lines we would have loved to have seen based on the cartoon based on those movies yeah that's fair yeah that's that that, and hey we had fun so tell us what other movies should have been made into an awesome cartoon show and what would the toy line for that cartoon have looked like let us know in the comments below. Uh, maybe we'll come back around to this topic again and get to some of our honorable mentions and give them full-on pitches, or we'll come up with more stuff that should have got movies, and we'll see what random uh, historical period Scott wants to make a show around next. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, this has been your weekly Nerd Alert.